Hello, you're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. I'm excited today. I really am. This is going to be an awesome episode. I just met these guys last weekend at a mastermind event. You know, When you invest in yourself and you're surrounded by next-level people that are doing big stuff, you start running into some cool people. And these guys kind of threw me for a loop at first because I didn't realize how young they were. You know, just young 20s, just getting started. They jumped into real estate at 2020, like during all the craziness that's going on in the world. And these guys are taking life by the horns and really running with it. At this point, they're doing two to three deals per month. And they have a nice little unique spin and twist to this. So it, it's pretty cool. But we're going to talk about that. And, um, I'm just excited to have these guys on. So Brandon and Dylan, what's up, man? How are you guys doing? What's up, Brandon? Thanks for having us on, brother. This is going to be a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. Excited. Yeah, no. so, so talk to me, like, tell me that 30,000 foot view of like who you guys are, where you guys are from originally <laughs> and how you got started into real estate. Right. Yeah. So we're originally from a small farm town of about 800 people in rural Minnesota. Like nice. kind of like right in central Minnesota, not too much going on, just a lot of farmers, lakes country. He was going to college and then I was still in high school and then Corona happened and then basically everything went virtual. So he moved back from college. He was going to college in Fargo, North Dakota, moved back home. And then like back in the small farm town, nobody really took it that seriously. Like we were still doing like our normal thing because the there's like one police officer. So what's he going to do? Tell the whole town to not do anything, even though, you know? Yeah. So I was working construction, doing like plumbing and heating, like right after high school, I graduated during Corona, which was really, it was kind of, it was kind of cool. I didn't have to go to school like the last three months of my senior year. So that was pretty dope. And then he was working at a bank, just being like a, basically a human ATM, just working at the, like a teller. And then I was getting paid like 10 bucks an hour working construction. And he went back to college the following, like Corona happened in March. And then he went back up to college in like late August. And I was like, damn, I got to get out of this place. I'm literally changing toilets. There's like actual, this is disgusting. I'm getting paid 10 bucks an hour for this. No way. So I moved into his apartment with him and I didn't have a job. I had like 20 G's saved up and like my living expense was like 500 bucks a month. So I'm just like, all right, I'm not going to college. Didn't even apply. I knew that wasn't an option. And then I was like, I'll drive Uber at some point, but like, I'll figure this out. I got some time. Like, I'm not going to go spend all my money. I got like, I got time to figure this out. And then I tried like drop shipping, e-commerce, like honestly, any online business, you name it. I probably tried it. Not very hard though. I probably tried for like a day and a half. I was like, yeah, this ain't it. <laughs> And then I found out about wholesaling. I was like, okay, this is this seems like it actually could be something here. Our uncle fix and flips his houses in Arizona, which okay. we currently live at. So like I knew like, okay, this has got to be something that's real, like right away. Told him about it. He was on board with it, drops out of college the next week. This was in like December of 2020. And we joined Jamil Damji's like astro flipping 
like community basically that's how we got into it the right way and we're honestly blessed that we were able to learn it the right way the first time so we didn't have to go unlearn like youtube university and all this and that i, I watched all the videos but like i didn't really i was like okay cool but then when we invested into ourselves we actually took it way more seriously and we actually like started like taking action and, and like actually doing the business i love um, it yeah so then like yeah I love it. So, uh, Brandon, you were basically like you, you were just realizing I, I don't want to go to college. I have some money saved up and I'm down to try a bunch of different things uh, to get my feet wet. Realize I didn't like any of these things. And now I, I got to put myself into something that that I do like. And so you guys just naturally gravitated towards uh, real estate and you had a family member that was doing it. Yeah. So I was going to college. I I wasn't sure what I want to do. I think for both of us at the end of the day, one of the biggest goals is like, we just want to own properties everywhere. Yeah. And so we were both kind of just figuring out how we're going to do that. And I thought the best way was just to, I mean, like banks lend on houses. So I'll just be a banker is kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. So I'm just like, instead of just going right to the real estate, which he found out is which, what we did, but I'm just like, I'll just, you know, work at a bank. Cause then I'm just like plugged in right there. And then I can, you know, go buy some property. So I was going to college to be like a mortgage, like a loan officer, which like now that I find out I didn't even need to go or like I didn't even need to go to college to be a mortgage office or like a loan officer. But yeah. um, I was kind of just I don't even know. I, I don't even know if I was really the one choosing to go. It was kind of just that was the route I was kind of directed in just by my surroundings growing up. But um, destiny, you know, I, baby. I honestly wasn't getting much out of college. I was just partying all the time. So like. Yeah. I wasn't getting much out of it. And he came across like wholesaling real estate. And I was just like, this is, this is awesome. Like we can just do this. Also too, like our uncle who lives in Arizona, he's a big reason why we moved here, but he owns yep. properties in Minnesota, Arizona, Canada, like everywhere. And we get to visit these places and we're just like, why can't we do this too? Yeah. And our grandparents own a grocery store that's been running for 40 years. So like we're already in that entrepreneurial like we weren't raised to like, hey, go get a job and then you work nine to five and then you clock out and you're done. Like we were like constantly, like we always were working and we always had jobs and like we were always doing the thing. So like when we were pushed kind of, hey, go go work construction and do this or like go work at the bank, it was like, we didn't vibe with it. And we were just like, this is not it. I'm not taking orders from this dude. I'm making the same amount of money, but I'm like half his age. I was just yeah. running the grocery store. My parents went out of town. And I ran that the entire business. Like I can figure out something else for this. Yep. That's good. I love it. Okay. So you guys ran into, you got inspired by your grandfather. You got inspired by other family members as well. You found real estate. How long, you know, you started at the end of 2020. You invested in yourself. And then what did that look like <clears throat> as you guys were learning? Like, what, how long did that take before you got your first deal? Yeah. So, we kind of pulled a similar thing that, you know, a lot of people I feel like do when they hop into real estate, we just started trying everything in every market. We're just like, oh my gosh, let's not limit ourselves to deals. And we're just like, let's do Florida deals. Let's do Arizona deals. Let's do Minnesota deals, North Dakota deals, Michigan deals. So right away, we like, we were watching through like the astro clipping course and like taking the right steps, but like kind of not the right action we basically, we just started trying direct to seller. We started calling agents. We started calling wholesalers, like different markets, not really being consistent with one thing in one market for a specific amount of time. 
we just trying like kind of everything at the same time and not really getting anywhere. But then kind of for some reason started focusing on like Detroit, Michigan, for some reason, he connected with some wholesalers and we actually like connected with like a couple buyers, like right away in the Detroit market for some reason. He was able to find some wholesalers that had deals, had deals. but didn't have buyers. This was like, so my first deal that I ever closed, it took, so it took me five months to do my first deal and it closed on my 19th birthday. But right. it was basically, yeah, it was a JV. I had a buyer, wholesaler had a deal. He didn't have anyone for it. Basically just connected the dots on it and it closed and it took me five months. And then I, and then I don't know, we just realized Detroit after we did like four deals, we're just like, this ain't the market we're trying to be in. And he did all four deals and I'm like the older brother, you know what I mean? Yeah. For anyone starting out, if you haven't got your first deal right away, it took me seven months. But yeah, after we did those deals and they closed in Detroit and it was like May 2021, I just asked Jamil what I got to be doing. And he's just like, just call agents in just Arizona. And because like that's the market we chose after after Detroit, you know, because like we have our uncle down here. We've seen that he's yeah. done stuff with real estate. We were virtually wholesaling in Detroit and Arizona and Florida like all these places from North Dakota. That's where we were living yeah. at the time. Okay. Yeah. So talk to me, Brandon, it took you five months and then Dylan, it took you seven months. What were the numbers on your first deals? How much did you guys make? I made like four grand on my... So the, the, the purchase price to the house was $9,000 and I sold it what? for 13,000 in Detroit. In Detroit. And just yeah. like, you got to put like 50K into it for it to be worth 70 grand. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. So that I made four grand on my first deal. And then my very first property that I ever bought, it was a $9,000 property in Ohio. It's and, so crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It, it you, rents you, out for like 1300 a month right now though. Damn. You nice. bought it for nine grand? I bought it for nine grand and then I put 35K into it. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Yeah. And then I just burned it. And so I have no money into it. I got paid out a little bit, but yeah, it rents out pretty good. That's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so Dylan, what did you get on your first deal? So after I started calling just agents and just in Arizona, so like just one strategy in one market, it yeah. took me like a month and a half to get my first deal of actually just doing one thing. So and just I locked think, all in. I love yeah, that. Yeah. 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 And I think my first deal was like 5,500. I, it was okay. like a JV. I had someone else sell the deal. So it was like, I think 11, $11,000 deal that I like we 50, 50. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and you guys got a deal today as well, right? Yep. Yeah. Talk to me about that deal. What does that look like? <laughs> so this deal is actually another wholesaler that like we're buddies with. We, we've known this guy for like probably um, a year and a half. He was a wholesaler down here in Arizona. He lives in Washington state now, but he still virtually wholesales here in Phoenix. But he was just like working on this deal and he just hit me up and he's like, like the ARV is only about 305, 310. And they had an offer at 255. And like, that's kind of a skinny deal here in Arizona. That's like 85%. Um, usually deals would have to be like, if it's 310, it'd have to be like low twos. Sure. But no, I basically, we just literally hit up our landlord. He owns a whole bunch of rental properties here in, in Phoenix. And I'm just like, like, hey, you know, you want to buy this at 260? And then we were able to, we, I got the wholesaler to lock it up at 256. So this is a small deal, but like, this is kind of, this deal was kind of specific because like this is like a fix and flipper wouldn't buy this deal, but I have a buy and hold buyer who like likes the deal and it was pretty clean. 
So we, we sold at like 85% of ARV, but it, it's just going to be a small deal that I brought the buyer, a wholesaler brought the deal and we're just going to 50, 50, the, the four grand. This is kind of a yeah. small deal though. I mean, but it's quick and easy. You made a phone call and and that's it. So it's really not not a difficult work for the day, but that's awesome. So talk to me. In the past, you were trying a bunch of different lead generation. You were doing a bunch of different marketing areas. And then once you kind of got that laser beam focus and you got guidance from your mentor, then everything aligned. And within just a month's time, like boom, it all linked up. So now you guys made the commitment to actually move here. You moved to Arizona where you were marketing. And then at this point, what does the day-to-day look like for you guys? So yeah, basically right now, kind of in the morning, we got like our morning routine, which is basically like wake up, kind of just like wake up a little bit at like 4.30, go train. We started, we were rocking CrossFit for like the past six months, but now we started like lifting and just boxing training so it's literally just like two doors down from our crossfit gym which is a mile away so that's nice but now we're crossfit yeah competitiveness it's fun yeah Yeah. no it's it's pretty good stuff but yeah now now we just wake up train meditate and pray which is like a pretty important thing for us for sure that's that's like a daily thing we always do and then basically just eat breakfast and then start responding to people by like 7.30, 7.45. And then basically just um, doing deals the rest of the day. Okay. So you guys are getting up early. Uh, you get a lot of your daily stuff done already. And then, you know, focus on you first. And then afterwards, right around 7.45 or 8 o'clock, you guys are pounding the phones and, and replying back to people. Now, your target that you're working on, like your marketing channel is really building relationships with agents as well as wholesalers to partner with them and kind of just middleman the play. So what does that look like for any real estate investor that hasn't or want to be a real estate investor? Like they haven't actually gone that route yet. What does that look like for you guys? Because it's not costing you any capital. There's no money out of pocket. And so you're just building relationships. How do you do that? Yeah. So basically we, we've really built it up because we, we've been doing the, a similar thing for like two and a half years. So we've built up a pretty good power base and just like network and Rolodex of people that they know who we are and we continually check in with them. But, sure. but yeah, basically all we did when we moved down here to Phoenix is we just started like ripping the phone calls, probably like 200, 250 calls like every single day. And we're just like calling agents just be like, yo, what's up? I'm just looking for a fix and flip or, you know, something that needs some love, needs some work here in town. Do you have any like listings available like that? Or do you know of any properties coming up soon? And we just do that. We try to talk to 50 people every single day. That's the KPI. That's like the only KPI we really track is just how many conversations we're having a day. Of you guys or individual, like, or as total? Individually. Yeah, okay. Each. So a hundred yeah. in total. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then how, so, how long does that take? Sometimes you can be calling all day from like eight in the morning until five thirty six at night and only get to like 35 conversations. But uh, <clears throat> sometimes you could, you could hit like 45, 50 by like 2 PM, but it takes a decent amount of time trying to have like six or seven contacts an hour of like good conversations. And that's something we started doing recently. Like we've checked in so many times. We've like got any deals, got any deals, got any deals. And now we're just kind of like really just slowing it down a little bit, really building the relationships and, Hey, what's up? You know, do you ever go like fishing in town or 
just yeah. just asking them stuff, trying to be a real person because they're getting so many wholesaler calls all day. We're just trying to like stand out and really just be that actual person on the other line. That's good. Now, how are you guys keeping track of everything? Like what kind of tools do people actually need to succeed with this? Are you guys just using your own cell phones? Are you guys using a CRM? Are you guys like taking notes on a pen and paper or what does that look like? So yeah, we use the CRM called go high level. Mm -hmm. Um, and we can like send out like mass texts on that and like automated, like follow-up text messages. Um, And then we did our first, we did our first like 25 deals just using Podio just to store contacts basically. And our cell phones is how we did our first 25 deals. Yeah. Cause when we, when we moved here, we like booked an Airbnb for like a month and we're just like, all right, we're going to figure this out. And like, we were so broke. So we like calling agents, hand dialing on our cell phones. That was the way to do it, honestly, for us right away. So go high level now, that's our CRM that we're using. It's a CRM that just basically stores all the contacts and you can call and text from it. So it's pretty, we got it kind of all like like together right there. It keeps track of all of our calls, but I still, just because like I'm taking notes while I'm on the phone with these agents in case, like I'll I'll type it like into high level two on my computer or whatever. But like, even like today, or like, I'll just show you. Like, I just like write down tally marks, like, why not? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just so I like know, like, okay, that was a really good conversation. I'm going to mark that down. Cause like, Hey, you got any deals? No, hang up. Not really. That doesn't really count as like a yeah. contact. You know what I mean? But like when yeah. I have a good convo, I'm just like, all right, cool. Let me just mark that one out. I love it. That's so good. So tell me about what it was like for that first month. Uh, when you guys were out here, you rented the Airbnb for a month. Uh, you didn't have any extra money kind of laying around. What what did the pressure look like and feel like for you guys at that point? Yeah, it was honestly definitely pretty crazy because we didn't growing up for the first like, you know, 19 years of both our lives. We really didn't leave this, uh, I'd say probably a 250 mile radius of where we grew yeah. up. Like yeah. really ever. We did a few times, like maybe went to like Florida for a week or something. Sure. But, didn't really leave that like small world that we were in. So like, it was pretty crazy that we, we just like packed basically everything we had in some suitcases and drove across the country here to Arizona from Minnesota. And we had enough living expenses for three months, but we only had an Airbnb booked for a month. So we're just like, you know what, we're going to keep calling until we figure it out. And <laughs> no, it was, it was pretty wild, but we, we did some deals. So we knew it worked. We just yeah. had to work. Yeah. On that first month, what kind of deals did you guys end up turning out for that? We honestly didn't do any deals until the Big third month. We yeah. were, <laughs> when we finally closed the deal after moving down here, like our bank account combined was like under like five, $600 total. After we, yeah. did, after we did like our first six deals on like Christmas of 2021. So like we've yep. been wholesaling for almost a year. We were yep. like combined under a thousand dollars. And, but we had like three deals waiting to close from wow. like when we moved down here and we just ripped calls for like three months and they all like closed like after Christmas of that year. Woo. That's, that's uh <laughs> that's some fire under the ass for sure. <laughs> I love it. So um, how many deals have you guys done up to this point? Our first 12 months, we did nine deals. And then in October of 21, we moved here and then 2022, we like knew what needed to happen. And you're down here too. And like, find like found this spot, which is literally from one of our buyers. It just one of his houses. Yeah. Yeah. So we did 21 deals 
in 2022, all wholesale deals. And then we partnered on one flip here in, here in Phoenix. And then this year so far, it's May 5th, but we, we've only closed six deals so far this year, but we have two set to close right now. One of them, the, literally the one that we just sold today. And then two that have been tied up at title for one since January this year. And then one since like October of last year. So I don't know if those will ever close or not, hopefully, but we got two set to close right now. So what, what are those getting held up with? So one of them is a divorce situation where there's a court involved with the sale of the house and like they just keep fighting going back and forth. So like the court's like basically deciding when this house is going to sell and who's going to go to like how much money is each person going to get. And like one of the dudes, he just doesn't show up to court and then he's got COVID one day. And then like, there's a bunch of crazy stuff with that one. Like, I don't even know. It was supposed to close like literally in October in like this court situation. They just keep pushing it out. And then the other one, it's like, it's just a, it's a sub two deal. And the seller applied for a grant from the government and they paid it and like it kind of blew up our, we had a buyer locked in already, it blew it up because when that government grant paid the pre-foreclosure, pre foreclosure, like the behind mortgage payments, the title yeah. company's like, I'm not transferring the title. I'm not doing the deed on this. So that deal kind of blew up, but now we have a locked in buyer and it's changed to like an agreement for sale, but we're just waiting on stuff from like the lender that holds the loan. And it's just kind of, it's just taking a while on that. But so you're out in, you're out in Cali, but like you own property there and you virtually invest in, I remember we talked about it in person, but like, so you own, cause I know we talked about even staying at you guys, Airbnb in the future, but do you own property there and in Ohio too? Yep. So we have uh, long-term properties over in Ohio, and then we have short-term rentals like you know, um, just Airbnb and Verbo out here in San Diego. We've done fix and flips out here as well, and get you know have pretty good paydays. But right now we have two ground-up constructions we're doing, as well as another property we're doing three ground-up constructions for ADUs. So those in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, nice. oh, sweet. Yeah, so yeah, it just adds up because every every square foot that we add, it's it's about three hundred dollars to build, but it's going to be worth about a thousand afterwards. So it's nice. uh, it's it's a good deal. That sounds awesome. And then so so talk to me again. So it's it's this small little place called Steubenville. It's right near the closest city is actually uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So it's about thirty minutes from the airport of uh of Pittsburgh. Nice. Um. Yeah. So. So for you guys, what, what is next for you guys? Like, what are you guys trying to, like, what's getting you excited? What do you guys want to do next? So like basically for the past, like since we started like hitting agent, like relationships as finding deals, we were both just hitting acquisitions super heavy and we didn't even worry about Dispo. We sell houses to the dude we rent from and then we do deals with Jamil and like just some other people in town. So we've just both been hitting acquisitions super heavy. Now we're starting to, Dylan's a sniper on the phone with these agents. I'm way better at talking to wholesalers and like dispo and deals. So now yeah. we're going to basically divide and conquer. He's going to keep hitting acts super heavy and I'm going to build out like our dispo system and like these relationships with these wholesalers. Cause like people in town know us like Pace and Jamel shout us out all the time. So people bring us a lot of leads, but like nice. he can just go snipe these agent direct deals that are like usually bigger spreads. And then I can just go do a couple JVs every month. 
like that's what we're starting to like really focus on and build right now. And then, but yeah, just basically building the wholesale business and we're going to start to add people on hopefully, you know, by the end of summer, we got just like, we just know we can be doing way more deals, just us two, but we're going to get to the point, stack up the bank account a little bit and hopefully buy some multifamily here in Phoenix. But yeah, we're going to really just start to build the wholesale team and then eventually go into different markets and replicate it. Nice. Yeah, I'm part owner of a 243 unit out in Phoenix, actually. And so there's there's a lot of opportunities for multifamily. So the goal with you guys is to eventually get to a point where you can keep some of like the hot leads that like the best deals that are coming around, right? Yeah. So you can get some passive income. And then the step-by-step of how you guys are just looking for the active agents that are in Arizona and then just reaching out to them. Yeah. And, and, and we've been checking in. There's like, I got about like 1200 that like I've been checking in with for okay. like a year and a half. And I've, I've weeded out the people that like either stop responding or they're not in real estate anymore and stuff like that. Cause like, it's a constant, sometimes oh, yeah. like there's a constant people, maybe, maybe Judy is like 85 years old and she's not going to renew her license. You know what I mean? There's people like yeah. that I've been in touch with and like even, even done like deals with that, like aren't no longer here or, or doing deals. Sure. But I got about like 1200 that like know me and we consistently check in. He's got about like the same amount and like kind of transferring those relationships onto me. And I, we know about like a couple hundred wholesalers. Phoenix got a lot sure. of wholesalers, but yeah. now I'm just, we're just getting all the wholesalers and buyers onto him. And how, yeah, how are you guys? Like, yeah. How are you getting the wholesalers list? Like, how do you find that? Honestly, we, um, at, like we go to like, we try to go to every single meetup in yeah. person. So like we got, I just have so many wholesalers saved from being here for two years and trying like going to a meetup almost once a week. Yep. So like we just got hundreds of wholesalers in our phones that we aren't even, I haven't been checking in with. So he's going to start doing that. We just yeah. started, we just made this decision like three weeks ago. I love it. Yeah. I, I think that's very smart. That's a good idea. So I guess wrapping this up here, um, I'm excited for you guys first off. And you guys are at such a, such a prime like time to be getting started for real estate. So that's super, it's very inspiring for me, but it's, it's a huge blessing for you guys. And I'm excited for that to see in the next like couple of years, what that looks like for you guys and for your families and everything else down the road. But talk to me, anybody that's in, you know, that's 18, 19 years old, just getting started. What would you say to them that uh, they kind of grew up in that rural area, but they, they kind of have more of a broken mindset. You guys obviously have an abundance mindset. You have a work for myself entrepreneur mindset. That's very, very... That's a huge blessing. 99% of people out there do not have that. And therefore, it's negative Nancy. It's all these other negative things. It's like, oh, I got... It's not even a possibility on their radar. So what would you say to those guys to start giving a little bit more inspiration and, and kind of just show them like, dude, if you can do it, like you two can do it. Anybody can do it, right? I think honestly, personally, if you don't like the situation that you're in, you got to change the people you're around. Because yeah. like if you're around just five dudes, like going through college, just playing video games, not even trying to think about making money or doing anything like with purpose, and you don't like that constant cycle of not really doing anything, you got to go find people that are doing what you want to do and you got to get around them. Because like if you're around five millionaires and you're not a millionaire yet, guess what? You're probably going to be the sixth one. But like, yeah. if you're just hanging out and not like purposely doing like anything, like you're not going to get to where you want to go. And 
it's honestly, it's your environment is a huge like impact on where you are in your like current state of life. And if you don't like it, you change it. Like you don't gotta, all of the, what if they don't like me? Who, who cares? What are they doing for you? You know what I mean? Like go find yep. people. There's people that need your help specifically. Doesn't matter what your age is. There's people that need you like us being on this podcast. Hopefully we can inspire somebody that can hear this message, but like, you wouldn't know who I am if I wasn't on this podcast, getting in the right rooms. And we met at a mastermind, literally invested yep. ourselves to find people that are like-minded that we want to be like, like kind of the same, like that's, that's what I think. Just get around people that are doing what you want to do. Good. You got I think the proximity is a huge thing, but I, I also think like when you're young too, like I didn't, I, I knew kind of what I wanted, but like sure. right out of high school, like you're getting told from your teachers, you're getting told from people at church, you're getting told from your parents and stuff like you got to I think it, it seems like such a rush, especially when you're graduating and you're hearing from all these people that you've seen your whole life. And like yeah. we, we're from such a small town that like the there's only 800 people. It's like we know every single person. We know more people <laughs> in Phoenix than we do that's in that, that live in the town. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like. I think don't be in a huge rush, but like, I think you got to do what you want to do because everyone's going to be given their opinion. And like, yeah. they're going to, if you maybe like have some bigger ideas, they might be like saying, no, 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 don't go do it. But like, they're just like saying that because they didn't go do what they wanted to do. So, yeah. and not hating on them, but I'm just saying you got to choose. I think you just got to go for it because if you're yeah. 18 and you fail for 10 years, you're 20, you're 28. Like you still got so much time. Yeah, That's so good. That's so, so good. Yeah, well, I appreciate you guys greatly. I'm excited for your guys' future, and and yeah, I mean, how can other other investors or, or anybody listening to this podcast right now? How could they reach out to you? I think the best way is either Facebook or Instagram. Um, cool. Pretty responsive on there. It's just it, just type in our names, and you'll find us Dylan and Brandon Trana. But dude, thank you for having us on here and like letting us be with your people. And um, yeah, I, I see. I I checked out your Facebook, and like you got. You got these podcasts going on all the time. You got the credit business crushing it. Or like, thank thank you for like introducing us to your people. Yeah, I appreciate you having us on. Like these are these are so fun to, to be on just to kind of share what we got going on and just like oh, yeah. the whole collaboration mindset, right? Like it's 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 super powerful just kind of getting to expand the network. Yeah, that's good. Well, I appreciate it, fellas. You guys are awesome and I'm excited. So guys, reach out to to both of these guys. They're, they're incredible. They're doing big stuff. And if you're a real estate investor or a wholesaler or agent in Arizona, obviously reach out to these two. It's going to set you up for so much success and you guys can partner up and do big things together because uh, that's where they're going for sure. If you guys want to get a hold of me, you can always do so on Instagram. It is Brandon Elliott Investments. Otherwise, facebook.com forward slash Brandon Elliott Investor. And then if you are looking to get educated on credit, I'm talking about getting real funding up to $500,000 at 0% interest and do this every six months so that you can get more funding to be able to grow and scale your dreams. Talk, talking about liquidating it into true hard cash so that you can buy real estate, never get screwed over by contractors, get your score up to the 800 club in 30 days or less, fixed credit, business credit. And as a caveat, just icing on the cake, travel hack for free. If you're interested in any of that, then check out creditcounselelite.com. That's www.creditcounselelite.com. And uh, there's a quick 10-minute video on there. Afterwards, you can sit down on a one-on-one call with me or somebody on our team from Credit Council Elite. And uh, we'd be honored to 
share with you a little bit more about what we do and how we can best serve you, answer any questions you have. So we'll see you guys on the next episode. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get the newest episode every Monday. And I'll leave that five-star review. Greatly appreciate you guys as always. And uh, you guys stay blessed. Dylan, Brandon, appreciate you guys. Have fun today. God bless. Thanks for having us, man. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. (laughs) See you guys. God bless. (laughs) This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. Brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.